Preface The Life and Adventures of James P. Beckworth Mountaineer, Scout, and Pioneer and Chief of the Crow Nation of Indians Written from his own dictation by T.D. Bonner This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Buried amid the sublime passes of the Sierra Nevada are old men, who, when children, strayed away from our crowded settlements and gradually moving farther and farther from civilization, have in time become domiciliated among the wild beasts and wilder savages. Have lived scores of years wetting their intellects in the constant struggle for self-preservation whose only pleasurable excitement was found in facing danger, whose only repose was to recuperate preparatory to participating in new and thrilling adventures. Such men, whose simple tale would pale the imaginative creations of our most popular fictionists, sink into their obscure graves unnoticed and unknown. Indian warriors, whose bravery and self-devotion find no parallels in the preserved traditions of all history, end their career on the warpath, sing in triumph their death song, and become silent, leaving no impression on the intellectual world. Among the many men who have distinguished themselves as mountaineers, traders, chiefs of great Indian nations, and as early pioneers in the settlement of our Pacific coast is James P. Beckworth, whose varied and startling personal adventures would have found no record but for the accident of meeting with a wanderer in the mountains of California, who became interested in the man, and patiently listening to his story, proceeded as it fell from his lips to put it upon paper. This autobiography was thus produced and was the result of some months' labor in the winter of 1854-55. In prosecuting the task, the author has in no instance departed from the story of the narrator, but it was taken down literally as it was from day to day related. Beckworth kept no journal and, of course, relied upon his memory alone. Consequently, dates are often wanting, which it was impossible to give with accuracy when recurring to events transpiring in the course of very many years. Beckworth is personally known to thousands of people living on both sides of the mountains, and also from his service under the United States government, has enjoyed the acquaintance of many officers of the United States Army who have been stationed in Florida, Mexico, and California. In his long residence with the Indians, he adopted their habits and was in every aspect conformed to their ways. The consequence was, from his great courage and superior mental endowments, he rose rapidly in their estimation and finally became their chief. As an Indian, therefore, he speaks of their customs, 
and describes their characteristics. And probably, from his autobiography, we have more interesting particulars than were ever before given of the Aborigines. Beckworth, after 10,000 adventures, finally became involved in the stream that set toward the Pacific, and almost unconsciously he established a home in one of the pleasant valleys that border on Feather River. Discovering a pass in the mountains that greatly facilitated immigrants in reaching California, his house became a stopping place for the weary and dispirited among them. And no doubt the associations thus presented have done much to efface his natural disposition to wander and seek excitement among the Indian tribes. In person, he is of medium height, of strong muscular power, quick of apprehension, and for a man of his years, very active. From his neck is suspended a perforated bullet with a large, oblong bead each side of it, secured by a thread of sinew. This amulet is just as he wore it while chief among the crows. With the exception of this, he has now assumed the usual custom of civilized life, and in his occasional visits to San Francisco, vies with many prominent residents in the dress and manners of the refined gentleman. It is unnecessary to speak of the natural superiority of his mind. His autobiography everywhere displays it. His sagacity in determining what would please the Indians has never been surpassed. For on the most trying occasions, where hundreds of others would have fallen victims to circumstances, he escaped. His courage is of the highest order, and probably no man ever lived who has met with more personal adventure involving danger to life. Though in this respect, he is not an exception to all mountaineers and hunters who eagerly engage in the fur trade and face the perils of an unknown wilderness. End of preface.